What do you tell a pig on February 14th? Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Country Living gets all the credit for that. If you are looking for a way to connect on Valentine's Day, or perhaps you want to focus on relationship goals this year, then this episode is for you. In this episode, I'm going to offer you a guide to setting goals together. So how can you, as a couple, set goals, set your direction together, and how does setting goals together strengthen your relationship? Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of planning or goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If that sounds like you, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan podcast. I'm Danielle McGue. I'm a professor, mom, and business owner. I started this podcast to help hardworking women and high-achieving mamas plan and set goals playfully and lightly. Unlike pressure-filled approaches, Plan Goal Plan centers on what delights you to help you envision all the possibilities your future holds. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I'm going to guide you through practices that will help you plan for clarity, set goals for direction, and act with purpose and delight. Let's get started. We are gearing up for Valentine's Day at my house. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I think there are enough heart crafts in my home right now to last our family for quite a long time. We have the Valentine's decorations put up and finally put all of our Christmas things away. We have a holiday spider. So a few years ago, we forgot to take down part of our Halloween decorations. And rather than take it down, we just started decorating the spider for each holiday. So our spider is now equipped with a lovely Be Mine heart. So that's exciting. If you are looking for something to celebrate Valentine's Day, if you are a little bit late in picking up something for your sweetie, then I recommend that you jump over to plangoplan.etsy.com. I have a new product up. I'm pretty excited about it. It is the 2023 Couples Goal Setting Workbook. And today, I am going to tell you a little bit about some of the things that are inside of this workbook and offer you a guide on how to set goals together. I really think that setting goals together, if you are in a relationship, if you have a partner, it can be really helpful for you to talk with each other about what your goals are, to find ways to support each other in those goals. But I even think that the act of doing some reflections together and talking about things, you can get to know each other really, really well. And it's a way to strengthen your relationship and make sure that you're moving in the same direction. I remember when I was was pretty early on in our marriage and we were collecting advice from people about what makes for a strong marriage. And I remember someone telling me, to always make sure that you're moving in the same direction, that they felt that when relationships weren't working anymore, it's because people were moving in different directions in their lives. And so to just make sure that you're moving in the same direction. And I really think there was some wisdom to that. And 
So I hope that today's episode will give you some guidance on how to set goals with someone else. So let's jump on in there. And before we do, if you want to jump on to plangoplan.etsy.com, check out this new 2023 couples goal setting guide. It's super cute. And there's a lot of useful tools inside. There's 55 pages of reflections, goal templates, and so on. So check it out. All right, how to set goals with your partner. One thing that I recommend is that before you jump into the conversation, that you set some guidelines for how you are going to be together. How are you going to talk with one another? How are you going to manage especially difficult conversations? So in the 2023 Couples Goal Setting Guide, one of the very first things is a conversation guide. And in it, it asks you some questions like, you know, what are your intentions? Why are you sitting down setting goals together? What prompted you to do this? How are you going to listen to each other? Are there ways that you can practice patience with both yourself and with your partner throughout the process? Are there some rules that you can set for each other to make sure that each person gets a chance to contribute to the conversation? And then how are you going to give feedback to each other, both verbally and non-verbally, that is supportive, that is helpful, that is generative? So right away, you sit down and you really establish some guidelines for how you want to talk with each other throughout the process. I think this is particularly important if things have been a little bit tense. I think it's really important either way, but I do think that if you have been in a little bit of a tense spot and you think that challenging conversations are going to emerge from this process, to go into the process with some guidelines for how you're going to chat with each other, how are you going to talk with each other, how are you going to listen to each other is really, really important. So after you've set some guidelines for how you're going to talk with each other, the workbook jumps into core values. And I think that this is a really fun activity. There's a list of different values that people might have and the worksheet prompts you to first circle five core values that you think your partner has, and then to use another color, so a different colored marker, or if you were using a pen, now grab a pencil, and to then mark your top five values, and then to share your answers with each other. And I think this is really interesting because it might be fascinating to see what does your partner think that you value. So I think that might be really helpful in terms of knowing yourself, but it's also a way to sort of check in and see, do your answers align with what your partner wrote down? I do want to mention that the way that the workbook works is that there's a lot of worksheets that you're going to do separately. And then after you've completed it, you'll check in with your partner and you'll discuss the worksheets. So the worksheets are labeled either partner one or partner two. And at the start, you can determine who's going to be partner one, who's going to be partner two. You could even go off and do these worksheets on your own and then find a time, maybe set up some little dates or mini dates where you can go over the worksheets. You could have a weekend away where you sit down and you do all of these things together and you could really make a weekend of it. I also think that if you wanted to work through these slowly over the course of a couple of months, 
you could do that as well. So after you've thought about your core values, then the worksheets have you think about motivation and what it is that motivates you. But you're also going to name some ways that you can support your partner. So once you learn what motivates them, how can you use that knowledge throughout the year to help support them when motivation is maybe low as they're working towards their goals? There are some other worksheets that just get you exploring what is it that you know for sure? What are some of your favorite smells, sounds, flavors? And then, you know, what are some things that bring you joy? In the worksheets, I use the language of delight. I think that I learned this either from Laura Vanderkam or from Gretchen Rubin, but the idea was that rather than naming gratitudes, to name delights. And I thought this was really intriguing because if someone asks you what you are thankful for, it is really easy to get in a habit of naming some of the big things. Like, what am I grateful for? I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my home. I'm grateful for my job. And it can become a little bit rote. They had suggested using the language of what's something that delighted you today and that that language of delight gets you thinking in specifics. And I really like this. In these workbooks, I do use the language of delight. So what are some things that delight you? This might be a really lovely way to find out what some of your partner's favorites are. Maybe you've been together for a long time or maybe your relationship's brand new. It's possible, especially if you've been together for a long time, that some of the things that you initially knew about your partner have shifted over time. And it's important to just kind of check in with each other and be like, hey, is this still what you like? Or um, where are you at with things? Um, And if your relationship's new, it's really fun in those new moments of a relationship to figure out and to learn the things that your partner really enjoys so that then you can share that with them. And I'll say this, I also think if you wanted to, you could use these worksheets with anyone that you share a life with. So it would also be really fun to do this with a friend. If I sat down with a friend and I was learning all the things that they really loved, things that really delighted them, I feel like this would be a way to really make me feel closer to them and develop more intimacy in my relationship with them. So one thing that I think is really important when setting goals is to also think about rest, especially because goals have often been framed as achievement, achievement, achievement. In the process of setting goals, reflecting on what are some signs that indicate that I need rest and how am I going to learn what type of rest I need is so important so that you don't get burnt out. If you are someone that goal setting seems really stressful to you, taking an approach with your goals that is really focused on wellness, that is really focused on how do I set goals that make me the healthiest version of myself, that sitting down and finding and naming what sort of activities you need to feel rested and how do you incorporate those into your life is so important. I also think that for couples to sit down and find ways that you're going to support each other's needs for rest is so, so, so important. I want to say it is Casey Davis who wrote the book 
how to keep house while drowning. I want to say it was her that talked about rather than striving for equality in domestic tasks in the house, right? So if you and your partner are trying to navigate who does the dishes, who does the laundry, you both work full-time jobs and you're coming home and you're, you know, like maybe it doesn't feel very equal there. One of the things that she recommends is rather than focus on is each person doing their equal part in the home, to focus on the question, is each person getting the rest that they need? This was mind-blowing to me and incredibly helpful in my own relationship because my partner is very, very good at making sure that I get rest if I need it. So in this couple's workbook, there are several worksheets on rest and getting you to think about personally what you need for rest, but also discussing with your partner, how can I support my partner in getting the sort of rest that they need? And connected to this is this idea of capacity, but really trying to name and work with each other to figure out what your individual capacities are for the year, but also what is your capacity as a couple? What do you all have as capacity together? And just really naming that. Because I think that it's important to recognize what your capacity is and how you might need rest over the course of the following year prior to setting goals. So after you've done some of these individual reflection about what brings you joy and what type of rest you need and what your capacity is, then there's a worksheet that you can do together. And this worksheet is called Touch on the Present. And it really asks you all to work together to name what is working for you, what isn't working for you as a couple, what do you need more of, what do you need less of, and to do those things together. And then it asks you to set a couple word of the year. And I love this. I love the word of the year. If you haven't listened to my episode on the word of the year, I think that it is a really fun activity to do, especially with someone else. It is a great way to give yourself direction, to name what matters as a couple. And then it also is a tool that as you are making decisions together throughout the year, to be able to call on your couple word of the year might be really helpful in terms of helping guide you through that decision-making process. So I have some different prompts to help you choose a couple word of the year. And I really just think that this could be a lot of fun. After that, you do jump into goal setting. So yay, this is where you get into the nitty gritty of setting your goals. I like to use life domains when I set my goals. You do not have to do this. You can just brainstorm. If you like to feel a little untethered and you want to just imagine and the domains feel restrictive to you, you can do that. But life domains are just life categories. And I think that it is really helpful if you are struggling with brainstorming. Sometimes having that category to prompt some ideas is really helpful. I also think that if you are looking for this thing called balance, that setting goals across different areas of your life is going to make sure that you have a bit more of a holistic approach to setting your goals. 
So there are some ideas under personal and spiritual development, health and wellness, family and relationships, work and learning, money, physical environment, fun and hobbies. And you can go through and you can just circle different ideas that speak to you. And then from there, start to narrow those a bit. So some of the ideas, for example, might be, um, let's take financial goals. Those are especially important goals for couples to talk through and have a clear direction on. So if you circle that you need to have a budget for this following year, as you start to set your goals, you might be more specific about that. So you might say, we want to find a financial app that we can go through together, or we want to come up with a money saving system and we want to do that together. So maybe it's YNAB, so you need a budget is really popular, or Dave Ramsey, or I don't know, whatever it is that makes sense for you all as a couple, you might decide on a particular technique and that's what you're going to start to write down. We're going to use this app and once a week we're going to check in with each other to see how we're doing. So after you've done some brainstorming, you are going to need to narrow down your goals. And this is sometimes really difficult for people to do individually. So doing this together as a group might also be challenging because you might have slightly different values or different priorities. And I hope that this set of questions will help you get on the same page. You might also really want to think about how do your individual goals and which of your individual goals best support and or align with your partner's goals. So after this, you're going to just make a rough draft list of what your goals are, and then you're going to start writing them out. You're going to start making your goal plans. So you're going to write down what your goals are, your timeline, your why, any resources you need. You want to anticipate any obstacles that might come up and have a plan for what you're going to do with each of these obstacles. You also want to name milestones in your goal setting journey and mention any rewards or motivators that might help you keep going, especially when it gets tough. I encourage you to set your individual goals with each other and to talk about what those personal goals are, but then to sit down and have a couple of goals that are your couple goals, your together goals. There's some worksheets in the workbook that are for your combined or together goals. Once you've set both your personal and your together goals, then you're going to sit down and you're going to decide which goals are we going to work on which month. And I know I've said this before and I will say it again, but I really, really, really recommend only working on three goals per quarter. Focus, 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 and trust that you will have time in the future to focus and get to those other goals that are on your list. So for some of you, this might mean that there's only one couple goal that you're working on in the quarter so that you have two other personal goals that you're working on as well. Or perhaps you decide that you really need a focus on your relationship, on your family, 
And so you're going to have an entire quarter where all three of the goals that you're working on are about your relationship or are about your family. Finally, I do have some ways that you can design rituals together, having some family, having some couple rituals that you can do together is really, really helpful and quite fun and a way to make memories as well. And then of course, I want you to sit down and break that down further and imagine what are each of your days going to look like if you incorporate your goals into your daily life. I hope that this episode has given you a little bit of guidance on how you can set goals together. I do think that if you sat down and you did this with your partner, that you would learn not only about yourself, but you would learn about each other and that that itself would be so, so, so helpful and strengthening to your relationship and that setting aside some time to be together, to talk about your relationship, to say, hey, we're going to commit to working on some things together can be wildly powerful. So if this episode was helpful, but you want to know how you can do this more specifically, please jump onto plangoplan.etsy.com and look at the 2023 Couples Goal Setting Guide. The 2023 Couples Goal Setting Guide. I've also linked it in this episode's show notes, so you can go directly there if that's easier for you. The worksheets are super cute. The guide should be really fun for you to follow with your partner. I hope that this process strengthens your connections, that you are able to understand yourself and your partner more clearly, and that you can feel a little bit of that spark of care and love and consideration for each other through the process. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.